Gigi, I've decided not to leave this town. Maybe I can stay and find some other nice people who will like me and accept me for who I am. Trusting your spirit, yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Welcome to Do The Right Film. My name is Sean. My name is Steve. My name is Thomas. And I'm Harvey Gladden. Alright, coming up we got a review of Deadpool 2. Also going to be talking about some stuff that we watched during the week. And we have a topic, uh, once again, picked by Harvey. Explain. Har- Harvey's really, uh, I think you might as well just give him the job. Yeah, that's your one responsibility. I mean, you're no longer it's because intern. no one else tries. You don't have to watch the movies from now on, just come up with the topic. Okay. <laughs> give me your movie pass. I think the phrase I used was edgelord movies turn dull. Uh-huh. And um, basically what that means is uh, movies that we thought were uh, kind of edgy or um, uh, I guess risque when they first released, but they're now um, sort of older and uh, more tame in the, uh, I don't know, in the current climate. I get it. I get it. I can see that. I, cool. I, I could probably. Yeah, I think I have a couple yeah. picks already in mind. But um, also, if you uh, if you guys are on iTunes, please go ahead and uh, subscribe. Leave something nice. A comment will be cool. And also check us uh, out on YouTube. The first video was posted about three weeks ago, I believe. Not say it like that. Why? Well, it makes it seem dated. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's still there, so check it out. It's pretty recent. Yeah. It also is still relevant, I believe. I've checked to make sure all the movies are still on Netflix. They are. Cool. You can also leave a comment there. And if uh, you want to check out the website at dotorightfilm.com, everything will be there. And uh, that's pretty much it. How's uh, how was everybody's week? Pretty good. Pretty good. I saw you went to a fight. You were telling me about it. Were you there as late as you thought you were going to be? Oh, yeah. I was there. I didn't get home till like 4 in the morning. Really? Yeah, I was there pretty late. What time did the whole thing end and what time did you go party? I didn't party. Oh, it was until 4 a.m. Like I was, I was busy, like nonstop the whole time. Uh, so, uh, I guess a uh, little explanation since it's kind of very vague right now. But uh, my company throws events, you know, including we do production work, but also do event stuff. And uh, we promoted this uh, sanctioned boxing match. And it was my first ever boxing match. I've never been to one either. Yeah, and. I after after it was pretty cool because I wasn't inherently like running around during the fights. I was kind of chilling, like during the fights, watching them. Did you get into it? Yeah, Were man. It was fucking weird. I don't know who. Back, I was scared. It was, it was kickboxing, right? It was kickboxing, yeah. but they also did like you know MMA. I don't know. There was Muay Thai. There was MMA. There was like boxing. So it was just different like styles incorporated into this like gunkata. Yeah, gunkata definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but. I was actually very scared because there was one moment where uh, we were doing this docu piece on one of the fighters. His name is Javi, and this is, this kid's insane, man. He's twenty years old. He fight. He's fighting a dude who's thirty, thirty-two. Mm-hmm. He has. He's easily six pounds over him, and he let him fight him anyway during the way. He's like, "No, I'll fight you. I don't care." Skinny guy. You think that he's just gonna like? You're nervous because the other guy's pretty stocky and. Uh, I have a video, so I'm going to show you guys afterwards, but this motherfucker gets laid out. Really? I have a video of this was kid. Was this thing televised up, in any form? I mean, for we online? filmed it. Oh, okay, for online, right? So yeah, so we're going to be probably like a final video sometime sometime in the future, maybe two weeks. 
mm-hmm. but it's it was pretty dope and like i was saying it's uh nice that sounds fun yeah like i was saying i didn't know who i became at one moment because when i saw that dude get knocked out like everyone in the just crowd instantly so you cheered. Mean knocked out like he was out cold just like i you guys can come back, but I'm gonna pull up this video so you can see what I'm talking about. Knocked out because I've okay. never seen this in my life. I was like in person. Uh-huh. I've never seen that. You never seen somebody got knocked out? Like not like when I'm talking about when his body hit the ground, the room got quiet, <laughs> and then everyone cheered. <laughs> like they were probably and, like, "Oh, is this guy dead?" <laughs> no, yeah, he didn't get up. They had to oh, okay. they had to wheel him out. It was wow. crazy. And the what funny part is that we got quiet. Everyone cheered. And they start blasting Drake. <laughs> and this dude's just sitting there just like, we're like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then they, they're they like, turn off the music, turn off the music. And they like get like EMT people in there and shit to get, lift this guy out. Brutal. Uh, it was pretty rough. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Getting, yeah. uh, they're not even like professional fighters, are they? Are they? No, I mean, these guys, are, all of them are amateurs. But th- this, this the guy we're doing doggy bees on, he's like, I think he can really be a, like, like a guitar. I was just, I was so impressed. This kid was like killing it. I could, probably, I could probably take him. Yeah, yeah probably. Body cool, slam. Cool, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was a fun night. Uh, I got into boxing, so I think I might become a, you know, I might be a sports guy now. That's your... Yeah. I've always enjoyed watching it. boxing. Boxing's fun to watch. Yeah. I have to show oh, you. Oh. I have to show you, though. Doing, is it just the knockout? Yeah, it's just the knockout. This is great for the listeners. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I, I'll describe what's happening. Yeah, describe it in Two guys fighting. Boom, he's out. Knee to the face. Wow. Oh, it was a knee to the face. Oh, sorry. No, it was, it was a, a fucking foot. straight kick to the face. His foot. Did you see like, it? No. Look at it. It's interesting, actually. Interesting. Yeah. Was because that he, looks like very, he looks very active until he gets hit. Oh, that's right. He definitely, oh, yeah. definitely covered it up with the volume button. Wow. Uh, Didn't he look like he, was, <laughs> like, he, looked like he was stable? He, he lost, I didn't know he, you could yeah. get knocked out by getting like on the side of the neck. That's a, no, it, it, and that was not stage, huh? For sure. no, yeah. Okay. Like the shin hit yeah, his chin. Yeah, if you get hit here, like it'll knock you out. Yeah, so that was pretty crazy. Uh-huh. That was a fun night, so I might be into boxing now. I might be that might be you that kind of person. Kickboxing? Like, I, sh- I struggle you should, with it. You should like, uh, train and do it yourself. We can practice. I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that I might be that guy that gets knocked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, brain damage is uh, far too likely. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. yeah, that was my week. Sounds fun. Yeah. Um, anyone can top that? Shomo? Uh, yeah, I could top that. Um, I've been unemployed for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm not technically unemployed, but I did undergo a transitional period where I didn't work for a week. And uh, That's the kind of shit you say to, like, dates like first stage, it's like well, I'm yeah. in a transitional period right yeah, now. I'm not really yeah. working. Yeah, in no, I, I mean sense. I am. I'm working Monday, but like this, the past five or six days has been uh, interesting because I haven't had more than three days off in maybe a year and a half since you first moved. Yeah, and then when I did, I was on vacation, so it felt weird and gross and fun and relaxing and terrible. It was very, very stressful for me to. I was on the deal internet. with all these emotions. I was on the internet and I happened to be scrolling and I see that you're posting a lot of uh, videos of you and your cat. Yeah, so I saw I mean, that was happening a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, but like I mean, me it was like on my cat on on Instagram. I found it weird because it was just like back to back to back to back, and I'm like, dude, he's all I got. Lot. He's all I got. You're living yeah. your best life, man. You know, yeah, girlfriends at work. You know, I'm just. Fucking, paying the bills yeah i'm just I'm a uh, stay-at-home boyfriend i'm just like <laughs> on the couch scratching my nuts cuddling my cat you know mm-hmm. other than that not too much has been uh going on i'm 
Yeah. Some would I, argue you're living the American dream. I just dream. realized you guys are all wearing gray, except me. I say this because is blue. We, blue. Yes, it's, it's blue. Like a grayish blue. Dude, that I guess. is definitely gray. Harvey, back me up on this. It's got some blue in it. It's yeah, got some blue. It's like in it. a hint oh. of blue. Cool. All right, Harvey. You still got a job? What's up? Yeah, I, got <laughs> I hope so. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a job. I did it this week. <laughs> I did it well for about. I hope I haven't next week. Uh, yeah. Um, Is yeah, that the way jobs work? If you are hiring, hit up <laughs> Thomas. No, I mean, yeah, actually, you know what? I mean, I have a job, but if you got something for me, let me know. <laughs> Harvey, you got anything? No, not, not anything uh, interesting. I just worked, uh, came home. I saw you had ramen. Ate food. Yeah, I did have ramen. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, I heard you guys. I is heard... this going to be like a Friday afternoon thing now every week? No, I don't think it should be because it gets pricey. Uh, I mean, yeah. what's a standard bowl of ramen? I heard it's $15, 15? right 16. now. At no, this it's place? A, inflation. That's it's going up. It's New York That's City. absurd. Everything's, everything's absurd out here. Literally everything. I don't know, man. I think I can make ramen at home. We, could, we should try. We can. We can't. Yeah. It won't be as good. But you oh, you do don't it. know about that. I think we, me and me and Sean, we're gonna we're gonna make some. Ramen. I've seen, we're gonna you, prove I've you, seen wrong. you make pasta, and it was not it Just was not pretty. When did you make pasta? I made pasta. Yeah, maybe he put three. nothing on it. He put water on it. I put water on the pasta. Really? Yeah. I no think. sauce. Oh yeah, it's because I don't use, I don't like using sauce sometimes. Is that prison food? Yeah. Um, I know. I know. Like the white people stereotype, but uh, what are you doing, man? Yeah. He, I mean, lear- he even learned white people from use, his people. Even white people use salt and pepper. For fuck's sake. I did use salt sauce? and pepper. <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Um, I didn't do much. Pretty much the same old thing. Me and Steve met up one night, got drunk, went oh, home. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. We got drunk unnecessarily that it was night. Like, it was like a Wednesday? Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. How do you know? I don't oh, know. yeah. Because <laughs> when was... you have no job, you uh, keep track of days very easily. Actually, it's not true. It's the opposite. What day is it? Yeah, Steve did his classic. Let's just get one more for the road. <laughs> and that's the one that fucked me up. Well, you, all right, we got dumplings, and then you wanted, and you were like, "Oh, let's go somewhere." I'm like, "Yeah, those, those dumplings hit the spot." Yeah, they're so good, right? Yeah, you guys missed out. Okay. Yeah. Well. And, uh, yeah, we got drunk, and that's it. Nothing else happened. All right, stop asking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. You want to jump into your movie? You lost the game to me last week. I feel like we're coming in a little bit too hot. For the movie? Yeah, you're just like no, no transitioning period. Just like oh. I think we've had enough banter. Let's start the shit. You uh, I think I think the people are yeah give with yeah desire. give us yeah yeah give us an intro to the movie. Okay, so last week you lost, and I figured you know what this is sort of a punishment, and I explained this to you why. <laughs> yeah, you said punishment, and now I'm thinking like damn, and I uh, watched the trailer, and, and then I texted it instantly. I'm like, it's like what are you doing? And I was like, yeah, this is gonna be a nightmare for you. Good luck. And uh, the movie is called Between Us. And uh, go ahead, Steve. Okay, so uh, Between Us, uh, it is, I guess, a romantic film, romantic drama. And it's about a young couple kind of dealing with the ever-encroaching question, you know, what's next in terms of the relationship, you know. Sorry, I had a beer. Uh, yeah, so it's dealing with the question of like what's next, like in terms of like marriage, kids, and things like that. And it's kind of following this couple through. I would say, I, I would say during this very, they're they're about to buy a house or buy an apartment, and it's them kind of like mm-hmm. trying to figure out. It's, it takes place within a few weeks, and 
I, I would I would open up and say this that it wasn't really a punishment. I feel like it was more eye opening than anything mm-hmm. in terms of relationships. I think I guess like I was telling you, it's, it depends on what stage you you are. In yeah, currently. and that's and I was talking to my cousin. I was texting him because he was just like, "Oh, what are you watching?" I was like, "I was telling him," and and I was explaining the same exact thing to you. It was just like, "Is like, yeah, if you're single, like this doesn't affect you as much as it would if you're like in a rocky relationship or if you're in like a really newfound relationship. Like, what whatever point in life you're you're in and you watch this movie, it probably won't hit you as hard. So if I was in like a really rocky relationship and I watched this, I'd be like, "Fuck, this is pretty rough." Uh, but overall, uh, I guess I could say I really enjoyed this, surprisingly, because it is a genre or it really is an idea that's kind of played out. But I think the performances and actually uh, the cinematography was great, too. I was I was kind of surprised that I don't, I don't think it needed to be yeah, that good for that, what that it was. That opening shot of them in the apartment was really good. I remember yeah. that one specifically. It's been a year since I've actually yeah. seen the movie, but I remember that. I love how how he does. A, we get a lot of close up shots of just a lot of characters, and it really like plays into that intim- uh, intimacy between them and also the people they interact with as well. And uh, yeah, I guess I guess really the whole crux of the story rely uh, is on this one night where they uh, they get in a huge fight, and the male lead ends up leaving. I forget his name. But uh, he ends up leaving and him and his girlfriend kind of just like split up for the night and they go off doing their own little adventures and doing their own thing and slowly kind of realizing who they are, or what they once were in that relationship. Uh, and another thing, too, I liked was the the, the interstitch of uh, dialogue within like certain scenes like or that VO, you know, they're they're in separate areas, but, you know, like. There's something happening within that scene, but either one of the other characters is like narrating it or having like this voiceover about like what is going on or how they see each other in that relationship or that stage in their relationship. I thought it was very honest, and I think it's, I would say, more realistic in the portrayal of like an actual couple going through that weird transition period of like what is next, you know, because you can't really stay stagnant forever. Uh-huh. You can't just be like, oh, well, we can just do this. Because realistically, some one person might want to grow, one person might not want to do it at all, and I think it's a really good watch. And I'm, I guess it wasn't a punishment for me. I guess not. But yeah, I could see what you said though. Like when I watched the trailer, I was like, "This is gonna be fucking rough." Yeah, it's like a watching a car crash. No, it, uh, yeah, I texted you to that when I was watching. Like, dude, I cannot look away because there's moments in this movie where. He he would say something, and I'm sitting. I'm like, dude, I've done it. Don't <laughs> fucking do it. Yep. Don't say it. And he like say, I'm like, you fucking idiot. And like vice versa. Like they just really play off each other very well. And you mentioned you uh, you enjoyed Adam Goldberg's character. Oh yeah, Adam Goldberg's in this. Holy shit, man! I haven't seen him in anything since. Uh, two days in Paris. Two days in. Well, no, there was another movie I remember he did recently, or it was like a really bad horror movie. It was like a video game horror movie. It was like really, really oh, bad. Ha- oh, he was also in um, Rebirth that I made Harvey watch. Yeah, I guess so. He's just doing these random little movies now, but I really liked his character too. I feel like... I, think, I feel, Yeah, what? I just want to say, I think you were talking about Fanboys, right? The video game movie? Yeah, Fanboys, right? No, no. Was no, he in that? Fanboys is the Star, uh, Star Wars one. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, but that's, that came out a long time ago. I'm talking about... 
Remember that where the uh, they had the stupid thing, uh, the stupid poster where it's like, if you die in the game, you die in real life. Oh yeah. No wait, game over, man. You're talking. No. You're talking about um. Oh, God, it's so bad. Th- in the movie, um, he plays they, like they this play, like big like, shot lawyer or yeah, something, yeah. and he ends up dying. I think he's like the first person to die in the movie. And I, I, like that's the last like big role, other than like maybe two days in Paris that I remember seeing him. Yeah. In. <laughs> he's also in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. So, well, anyway, it's great to see him doing work. I, I actually do enjoy him on screen. Steve, I, I read the synopsis for this. Uh, so, like, the themes of this movie, do they pay off? Do they do they enlighten you? Oh, yeah. No, it definitely did. Because it seems very intriguing, very relatable for people in their late 20s. No, it is. And that's what I'm saying. It's very realistic in the way it kind of portrays a relationship mm-hmm. at this stage because I feel like a lot of... I feel like, especially for our generation, we're dealing with this way more. Like Rather than our parents. Watch this. No, you should. Actually, yeah. don't watch it. The main character you know is also a I don't know if you should watch it. <laughs> is it bad for me? No, I don't think no, it's bad for you. I don't think it's bad for you. Well, but given I'm just my saying, particular situation. No. No, no, no. I don't think it would be bad for you, but it's one of those movies you're like, damn, this sucks. And you're thinking in the back of the head, like, hopefully this never happens. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel it's, like it, it's pretty, it it's does pretty rough. happen in the background no matter what at this age. Yeah, maybe. I guess so. Maybe there's something in there I'm missing. No, Sounds but, interesting, though. No, I, I would definitely, I would highly recommend this. It was a good watch. Uh, so thanks, Sean. It was a, it was a treat. Cool, nice. Okay. Yeah. So you're not gonna give it a rating, huh? Uh, I guess. <laughs> Poor I guess. Guy. It's been backed into a corner. <laughs> I always get backed in the corner. Uh, I guess if you have, if I have to give a rating, I would say uh, a heavy three point five. Cool. I really liked it. I think that's what I gave it. Yeah. Nice. All like right. I said, it's it's playing in the same same. Kind of like, how much uh, did you end up paying for it? Oh, oh yeah, that was all right. So I was looking for this movie and I couldn't find it anywhere except iTunes. It was on Amazon at all? No, I couldn't find oh. it. And then uh, iTunes for a second, I was looking at. It, I'm like, buy. It was like fourteen bucks. I'm like, I don't know if I want to buy this movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. It was more than I paid for the ticket to see it when I went to see it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I saw the bottoms like other options. I'm like, oh thank God. So I was able to rent it for like four bucks. Seven twenty p. <laughs> no, it was four. It was like four bucks. Four sixty p. Yeah, yeah. Cool. HD. Baby. All right, uh, Shomo, you got something? Oh uh, yeah, I got one movie. Unless Steve has some other ones. He's. Let's hope so. You were off all week. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Ironically, I did not cram them in like you would. You would think I would. Um, oh, because because really? see, here's the thing with oh. my week off, right? <laughs> I didn't plan on being useless and just sitting around. And, and like not really accomplishing anything, but that slowly happened. So like I had hope. So like I didn't just submit and just sit down on the couch and watch movies, uh, except for like the one day and that was yesterday. No, it was the day before that. So I watched. Uh, I think the only Ryan Gosling movie I haven't seen. So I was just completing oh, okay. uh, completing the catalog here, and I believe it's his very first like feature role. Um, <laughs> It's called The Believer. This is a uh, 2001 film. 2001. I could probably name a couple movies that you haven't seen of his. I think um, I think Murder by Numbers is the only one. Ooh, that's a good one. That's what Michael Pitt. I think I went through. I thought I'd seen everyone, but I want to say that I haven't seen that. But I've seen Fracture, Stay. Like, I don't think there's any more. Almost. United States. Leland, I've seen it. Yeah. I, I really like that movie. Hercules? Young Hercules? This is very interesting that, because that doesn't count. <laughs> that that doesn't definitely count. Do, does count. How does that count? I mean, it's your boy. No, anything after this movie counts, but nothing. He's also in Flash Forward. I don't count any of that. 
The slot the so stubborn the slaughter rule. I feel like I have seen that movie, but I don't remember shit about it, so what? could rewatch it. What movie? The the slaughter rule. Oh. The football movie. Yeah. Just wait, have you ever seen He's also in Remember the Titans, which is ironic. He's I mean, he's, he doesn't peg me as a football player. But, just, uh, just wait, question. Have you seen Nothing Too Good for a Cowboy? I'm going off on a tangent. Why don't you just tell us about this movie? I don't think that's a real movie, Steve. No, it is. That's, that's probably, probably not short. out yet. It's right? probably short. All right, so let's talk about this real quick. Uh, the Believers, 2001 film, a young Jewish man develops a fiercely anti-Semitic philosophy Ooh. based on the factual story of a KKK member in the 1960s who was revealed to be Jewish by the New York Times reporter. This is not um, based in the 1960s, so it's not actually about that story. It's just based on that idea. should clarify that. They don't clarify that in the uh, description. So Ryan Gosling. It's just, I'm going to say it's directed by, uh, written and directed by Henry Bean. I don't really know anything he's done. I don't think he's done anything. Starring Ryan Gosling, Summer Phoenix. Uh, it's also Billy Zane's in here in, in a weird role. I was like, wait a second. Is that Billy Zane? Um, to think this was after the Titanic. It's crazy. The Phantom? Uh, yeah. So I, um, I definitely wanted to check this out. Um, the character name is is Danny Balint. He's uh, obviously right from the get go, and I think on the cover of the the film, a neo Nazi. He's doing the uh, the gestures on the cover or some of the movie posters. Uh, he's a skinhead, obviously, and uh, I'll give away the first scene because it, it starts off pretty well. Jewish guy gets on a train. Uh, he gets stalked by a neo Nazi, Ryan Gosling. And Ryan Gosling proceeds to fucking harass him on the train quietly. Like, just inch closer and closer until he's, like, pushing him into his seat more and more. Then he starts standing on his fucking toes and uh, just being really ignorant. He runs off the train. Ryan Gosling follows him and and beats the shit out of him under an overpass. Uh, And calls him a kike. Things like that. Uh, Yeah. So, very, uh, 2001, very... Edgy, uh, edgy, right? Edgelord, edgy subject matter. And uh, any of you guys seen this movie? Yeah, I saw this movie a long time ago. It's very, it's very um, low budget. You know, Showtime I believe, era. Believe it's like sixteen millimeter. You know me, I was watching these sixteen millimeter films from the early two thousands on this podcast for some reason. This way, is that something that people know about you? <laughs> it just seems like a lot of the stuff I've watched lately. Um. Yeah, this is actually a good movie. Um, it, there's a lot of philosophies, and you learn a lot of shit about uh, why people are neo Nazis. But it also shows like the really dumb neo Nazis who are just like, "I hate Jews." And then Ryan Gosling's like this profound leader, like this alpha male. He's like, "You don't even fucking know why you hate Jews," you know? Like, and it's revealed in the synopsis that he is a Jew. So there's some history there. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's like a character study in a way. It's it's kind of this this man uh, gripping on to uh, his anti-Semitic um, values and his Jewish heritage. It's it's a uh, it's pretty pretty interesting stuff. You know, there's like um, there's like a fascist group run by uh, Billy Zane, who they're they're trying to get their own like political party of like actual fascism, like. They're not anti-Semitic. They're just fascists. Like, 
like literally they call themselves that. Like they think that the best way to control people is through fascism and it's going to keep the balance in the, you know, the best way. And, uh, they, they really are intrigued by Ryan Gosling's character. They think he's a, a visionary. He has a great speaking voice. They don't really like the whole fucking beat up Jews thing, but they're hoping that they can shape him into more. He's such a bright young mind. And then there's like a dynamic with like a New York Times reporter um, where he pretty much, that's my favorite scene in the movie. It's where this New York Times reporter uh, sits down with Danny Balint, Ryan Gosling's character, and he puts a recorder on the table and he, he says, what's the deal here? Why do you hate Jews? And he, he tells you everything. Like they go into detail. Like, so obviously whoever wrote this knows a lot about, or, or at least did their research on the whole neo-Nazism. And, uh, yeah. And you're like, holy shit. Like he's ignorant, obviously, but like it's rooted in intelligence. It's really weird. So you actually start to like kind of, yeah. It, it tricks you into thinking you're on the side. I I, I don't want to say it like that. You're not on the so, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are you trying to tell us? Yeah, what are you trying to tell us? Are you trying no, to no. tell us something right now? The Tom movie. is a skinhead now, basically. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> because this this character has he has a a, a charisma. A, he has a charisma that but you somehow you are just gravitating. No, I but think I th- you would be in a cult, Shomo. No, no, no. <laughs> you would have been in jail <laughs> <sound, for laughs> sure. You would have drank a Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, you definitely would have. No, what I'm saying is the movie sets you up. Like, uh, not like an anti-hero, but like, he's the main character. So like, he uh, there is no protagonist. So you have no one else to latch on to, right? Um, and, uh, and, and it's, uh, they do things like all the other skinheads he hangs out with are fucking ignorant, fucking Neanderthals who literally don't know anything. And he's like fighting for a purpose, even though his purpose is is terribly wrong. And uh, there's some realization with his character and and the study of what it means to be, you know, <laughs> Jewish and everything, because he's Jewish, and that's what I think the movie's really about. Um, yeah, I guess there was an article about an actual KKK member who was a Jew, so it's it's based on that and. I think they did a good job. I think Ryan Gosling... Uh, all right, so before I sound like a neo-Nazi anymore, let's talk about Ryan Gosling's performance. Uh, I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that he they make it seem like uh, anti-Semitic values are good. They just present them in a charismatic way, you know? I'm sure they'd make a Hitler biopic where they, if he's the star of the thing, they got to make him charismatic, right? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Or else you wouldn't want to watch him for the entire movie, right? Yeah, sure, um, man, whatever you say. <laughs> but uh, so Ryan Gosling, this is his first performance, and it's just as good as any performance he's ever done. Uh-huh. I think I think he, um, the fact that he, he did this at such a young age and he's so good at fucking, God damn it, we're showing funny videos and I'm trying to. <laughs> Throwing me off. You throw me sorry. off hard. All right, so Ryan Gosling. I have to cut the mood a little bit. You're talking about Joy to the KKK over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do I apply? Um, so Ryan Gosling's performance is out of this fucking world. I don't know. Like, I think this movie was obvious, like evidence that he was gonna go somewhere and he was gonna just every role he was gonna be in, he was gonna knock it out of the park. 
And the best thing about Ryan Gosling is he hasn't been snatched up by like Marvel movies or blockbusters or anything. And I think, I think that's I know you just wait. Is that what you said? Hasn't been offered anything. That's I mean he got Blade Runner, but that's not a blockbuster. In fact, just wait. He's gonna we're gonna see him in spandex shortly. I feel. I have this I, weird feeling. I think Ryan Gosling is a beast at at picking roles, and I think he might not do it. I, I got faith. I got faith. If he was he might. a question, What's because up? you have an undying love, if you have to see him in a superhero movie, what superhero movie would you see him in? Century. Like one that hasn't come out yet? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't fucking know shit about superheroes. No. What do I know about superheroes? Well, well, well it's, a, it's just a question. Just have it linger. You know, just let us know. I'll think about it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, a lot of these these actors, they get. You'd be surprised at like how much time they have to put into these movies. Like, you know, if the Avengers didn't exist, Robert Downey Jr. would probably be doing a lot of different shit right now. But he he's, he can't. You know, so that's why I'm glad they got Tom Hardy though. So, R.I.P. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I say this is a very. Uh, do you always have to bring up superhero movies and you're just staying for them? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is very... Uh, I mean, because it's... I thought about The Avengers, right? And I'm like, I really like that movie. But you know why we haven't been able to find anything super notable to watch lately in theaters? It's because of that fucking movie. It comes out, it scares everything away. It, it takes up seven out of nine theaters in the fucking complex. And it sells out <laughs> six weeks in a row. And nothing else wants to get released around then. Like I like big budget good movies, but you know they're they're in hiding right now. But uh, back to the believer, I'd give it a three and a half. Okay, let that let that soak in. You fucking comic book nerds ruining my art. (laughs) (laughs) Avengers is pretty good though. (laughs) What was your score for Avengers? Four to five. Higher higher than the movie I just reviewed. (laughs) You're a very confused person. Yeah, I'm I'm very very lost right now. I'm lowering it to three. All right. Harvey, you got anything? Yeah, I got something. Um, oh, shit. Are you saying oh, shit? I don't know. He made it sound like it was some... Uh, He's like, oh, I got something. Yeah, I got something. What do you uh, think about this? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about a movie called Hope. This was actually recommended by uh, James Loon. He sent us an email and uh, said that we should check this movie out. So, Oh, listener? Yeah, listener. Yeah, when he said that, I was trying movie. to think for a second. I'm like, he's like James. He's like, I yeah. thought we thought it was like a person in the friend group or something. No, yeah. he. Uh, I'm aware of James. I've yeah, I've follow him on Letterbox. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. He. Uh, so do I, believe. He dropped us a movie on our website called Hope. It's a Korean uh, drama, directed by Lee Jong Ik, I believe. Um, and here's the synopsis: After eight-year-old So Woon narrowly survives a brutal sexual assault her family labors to help her heal while coping with her own rage and grief um it came out in 2013 um i meant to watch this sooner but um it wasn't available on uh netflix netflix us apparently it is in the uk and uh this was very difficult to find i couldn't even find it on amazon or did you have to create like a fake like I had to do some things. Let's just say I probably have a virus on my computer now. <laughs> but I did watch it. Commitment. I like it. Yeah. Um, With French subtitles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to learn French, James. I had to learn French. This Korean and, and movie. I, <laughs> no, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen you in weeks, man. <laughs> I've, been, in his room. Yeah, I've been learning French to watch a Korean movie, dude. 
Just wait. What? <laughs> anyway, this uh, the commitment. I don't. I don't know how much of this is. Uh, this was based on a true story, but I don't know how much of this movie uh, reflects that true story and true events. So um, I should say that I'm only reviewing the narrative that I that I was given. Um, this movie has uh, the atmosphere and production of a, and I mean this with no disrespect, with like a, of a, like a really good Lifetime original movie. Um, but it, it, I can't help but be reminded of of a Lifetime movie. Um, the central performances are really solid. Um, the two actors that play the mother and father pretty much make up uh, the central cast. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the camera time focuses on them and them going through grief and regret and anger as they um, struggle to help their daughter because she's either unconscious for a good portion of the movie or she um, just refuses to talk, really. We don't really see her open up again until uh, later in the movie. So I think they did a really good job of uh, portraying parents. I don't know. I don't, I've never seen anyone uh, go through this or live through something like this, but I think their performances were very um, emotional and um, very convincing. They seemed like broken people who had uh, lost the most important thing in, in the world to them or at least had that taken away. And uh, I think I think they really did a really good job. Um, the supporting roles, however, are a, bit, a little bit less convincing, and um, the time that we spent on them it, are definitely some of the the weaker parts in the movie. But um, it doesn't weigh too heavily against the movie. Um, one issue I have with this movie is that um, actually I should have probably talked about what this fucking movie is about. <laughs> um, did you not? No, you did. I, mean, I, we, yeah, we, I, we I read the synopsis, yeah. but I didn't go too in depth with it. Um, I feel like that. I mean, it, it kind of covers the basis. Yeah, um, a little girl, eight years old, is uh, raped while she's going to uh, school. Oh, and fuck. Um, God damn it, Korea! That's pre- yeah, that's pretty heavy. Yeah, um, and so the parents they show it afterwards. Uh, no, they don't. They don't. They, they don't show it. Um, so the parents struggle to put the pieces together and try to help their daughter move on. And uh, just uh, heal emotionally and physically. Um, but yeah, another thing about this movie, something that I don't necessarily like, there seems to be like an, like an insurmountable crisis at like every 10 minutes, at like 10 minute intervals in this movie. And it kind of repeats itself throughout the film. And that's another reason why this kind of reminds me of a Lifetime movie. I thought it felt like really overwrought and very melodramatic. And that's probably not ideal to say about a movie uh, based on true events, but um, I believe the narrative could have been um, a bit more, uh, a bit paced more evenly. I should say that um, it aims to be like a feel-good movie, but it's about a rape victim, a rape victim, and that's also an issue for me. So it's a um, lot of different elements that don't seem to be that end up like working well with one another. Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, because you're saying all these things. I'm just like, I don't know how the feel-good movie about someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's definitely a feel-good movie, but it's a route about a rape victim, victim and her family overcoming the trauma of that event. And um, You say it's just it, hope? I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, it's hope. came well, out in 2013. It, it, well, I couldn't find it at all, but it's Wish on IMDb. Yeah, it has like several different uh, okay. titles. Wish is one of them. Okay. Harvey um, knows, Harvey's an expert in this movie now. After I've, I've read a lot about it, but yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, it's a feel-good movie. 
about a rape victim and that has some in, inherent like tonal issues obviously that I think detract from what this film uh, could have been because it, it constantly tries to um, I don't know it's just very difficult to uh, go from complete uh, sorrow and uh, grief and pain and then try to make it an, into an up, uplifting thing and like a, a story of triumph it's it's um it's it's difficult and uh, I don't think this does a good job of that but um, I believe that this movie had to have like a mass appeal because uh, I know Korean culture is definitely a bit different from my, from ours, so I think um, it may I don't know the movie did better because it had that more mass appeal and it ultimately summed up to a feel feel good movie. Um, so I think it probably benefited from that, even though uh, yeah, narrative wise, I think it uh, narratively it. it it, it didn't work so well. Yeah. I feel but, like I feel like Korean movies do that. Like they always try to blend genres. It's never just. I always say that it never, it's never one thing. Yeah, that is true. Um, sometimes it it, it goes well, but yeah. sometimes um, it doesn't. I think uh, it doesn't necessarily kill this movie, but it does take away a bit of what I think it could have been. It could have been a much darker story, which what I imagine is what it felt like in real life. Um, yeah, um, but in spite of that, I do think this movie has some endearing qualities. Um, much of that is, uh, uh, much of that is around surrounding the uh, characters that I talked about, the mom and the, and the father and, um, the father's like dedication, especially to his daughter and, um, trying to make her better and make her well again. She has some issue with seeing him. Um, in the movie and, and she doesn't want to talk to him. I think it's because I don't know. He has that probably strong, like male presence or something that is just terrifying her because she was raped. Yeah. So I think that maybe has something to do with it. And of course that would hurt a father incredibly. But what he does is he, um, he starts to dress up as her, uh, as her toy, as her like favorite, uh, uh, animated character. And, um, it gives an opportunity for them to, to interact with each other without her being terrified or, uncomfortable around him and um it sounds silly but i thought that was like a pretty like endearing part of the movie and yeah. uh, uh heartwarming part it uh i don't know if it it worked out that way exactly in real life but um there was something something cute and nice about it um but overall i think uh i enjoyed this movie for what it was um i i thought it would be a lot better than it was um, especially after seeing uh, reviews on Letterboxd and stuff like that. But I think this movie is um, a step up above a Lifetime original movie. Um, yeah, I sound like I'm shitting on it when I say that, but it just reminds me heavily of a Lifetime movie, uh, both in production quality and and uh, just the, the story and the narrative. Yeah. Um, Seems would, really heavy. Yeah, I would give it a three and a half out of five. Thanks for recommending that, James. That's still, I mean, you, you seem like you got something out of it, you know? Yeah. Three and a half is, like... Yeah, it was, uh, it, it does get... Com- it does it a is, lot it more is like than a what it movie, detracts, especially. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I, I read what it was based on in the trivia, and I couldn't even finish it. It was too gruesome. Really? Yeah. I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah, she, like, sustains, uh, like, uh, lifelong injuries because of that, so like she'll never be, like, a... Internal organ injury. Oh, yeah, fuck. Fuck. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, this is pretty rough. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well, I was going to say it, but yeah, I, I, if you guys are interested in watching it, um, 
I, w- I would recommend not reading like the legal case surrounding it because that depressing. is a big, it Whoops. is a big part of it too. Yeah. Damn. Cool. Sound like uh, how long was this? It's uh two hours and three minutes. Sounds about right. Jesus. Uh, Sean, do you have anything to lighten the mood? Uh. Not really. <laughs> He's well, like, I, I got just, some uh, dark shit. Yeah, I, I got do. some fucked up shit. I did Does watch your movie it. have a rape in it too? No, uh, worse. <clears throat> worse than rape. Whoa. Uh, okay, so I watched a couple movies. Uh, I think I really only want to talk about one. Oh yeah. But I'll tell you what I watched. So I watched Wonder, which is uh the obviously the subject. It's kind of a uh, dark. And do you guys know about Wonder? Yeah, yeah it's where the, the, the dis- kid, disfigured yeah, boy, Jason Twombly. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, I don't think I really want to talk about it. Just briefly, I'll say that it is, like Harvey kind of mentioned with his movie, it's designed to be kind of like a feel-good movie, but it there is this underlying dark tone to it that they kind of tiptoe around, but they also make it into like a like a Richard Curtis movie, something along the lines of like Love Actually or um, uh, what's the other one? Can't, I can't remember the name. But uh, overall, I enjoyed like it. No, that's another movie. What are you saying? Something Love? No. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. It was nice to see um, Owen Wilson in a role. I haven't seen him in something in a while. But uh, everybody in the movie kind of seems a little bit toned down in terms of performance and what was written for them. A lot of the story centers around the uh, the kid going to school and trying to bond and also overcome his fear of trying to break into society after he's been homeschooled for like the majority of his life up until like I believe he's like 10 in the movie or something like that and uh yeah enjoyed it nothing too nothing too uh crazy happening in the movie there's there's a fight in the movie with him and some other kids but that's pretty much the highlight of the movie in terms of like something that would be traumatic for a kid um I also watched uh I watched a movie called I believe it's a Netflix release it's called Desolation, and it's a, it's a camping horror movie where these two women are in the woods with their one of their son. Man, you love this shit. You yeah. love, like, camping movies, horror movies specifically. And it's, uh, it's pretty horror shitty because uh, <laughs> the, the person that's following them, it's not really, like, a creature or someone kind of mysterious. It's just a man that looks like Silent Bob. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, I'm not even joking. If you look up Desolation and you look up and you see the image of him, it's Silent Bob walking around the woods following these two ladies. And that movie was awful. You should stay away from that movie. The cover will look really good and the premise sounded interesting, but uh, horrible execution. Acting was uh, not good at all. And it was actually annoying to watch. The performances from the kid and the mother was just uh, heart-wrenching. Um... I did watch an interesting movie, though, called Grey State, and it's actually a documentary. Do you guys know about this movie? I've heard of it. No, I haven't, actually. Nah. Okay, so Grey State, uh, it's about this uh, family and a filmmaker, and his name is David Crowley. And he was making this movie called The Grey State, and it's about uh, the police takeover of our country, basically a a police state. And this uh, David Crowley was actually in the, I believe he was in the Marines. Um, I think I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's on Netflix. So he was in the Marines and he, after the Marines, he went to film school and he wanted to be a filmmaker all along. He start, he got some crowdfunding for this movie and the movie kind of follows him as he's trying to like make this movie. A lot of the footage that we see is kind of like vlogs during the making of the movie. 
and we do get some uh, interviews from his family. And the reason we're looking at these vlogs and interviews from his family and not him is because him and his wife and kid was murdered while making this movie. And there's a lot of conspiracy that surrounds his murder because it almost seems like he was murdered. But I guess they concluded that it was a murder-suicide. So... It's the movie states that he kills his wife, kills his daughter, and then shoots himself. And then when the police go into his house, they found, uh, what's that saying? Um, Allah Akbar, or whatever that is. That's the one. Yeah, written in blood from his wife's blood on the wall. And that it's is good. Yeah, so it's strange because we're following this guy. We're or we're watching these vlogs of this like kind of like all American boy in I believe it's like Minnesota or something or Wisconsin. I could be wrong, but it's one of those. And he's making this movie. He just got out of the army. Has a a great family, uh, loving wife, sweet daughter, and then he kills himself. And he kills her, or sorry, he kills uh his wife and daughter, and then himself. And it shocks everyone the whole community everyone involved the producers of the movie his family and the movie kind of centers around the conspiracy of what really happened to them we have on one side the police who basically states that it was just a simple murder suicide and then there's some aspects of like the community that kind of thinks that he was murdered because he was making this movie about like police takeover who's very interested in like um the culture of like uh alex jones I believe in the movie he got Alex Jones to do a cameo for him. And there are these conspiracy nuts that uh, they interview and they're trying to like dig up these evidence about why he might have been murdered by the government or if there's somebody else, something else at play. But as far as the documentary goes, they don't really touch on anything on that side. I think the documentary is kind of one-sided in my opinion. The documentary is focusing on him that he was troubled because this movie kind of uh, shook him. And it made him unstable towards the end, which is probably why he did such a horrible thing. But if you actually do some research beyond the movie, which I did, there are some conspiracies sur- sur- surrounding his brother and some and some some of his other partners. Uh, some things in terms of like money and some kind of funding. But the document doesn't touch on that at all. It just plays as like a talking head with some vlog footage. And it just wraps with the conclusion that, yes, he did kill his wife and then he did shoot himself. But uh, I don't know. I kind of wish they would have presented both case evenly. And uh, I know that the documentary is getting a lot of... There's a conspiracy behind the documentary as well that the filmmaker uh, really only um, steps on one side of the story. And it's a very interesting story. Just because we actually see this guy trying to make this movie, this movie and it's, he's putting like his blood and sweat into it. He really wants to get it done, and there there is a lot of like um, audio files that they play from his uh, iPhone, where he's like talking about the movie, the stress it has on him, how he feels about like the producers, and it, there's some interesting stuff that he says. Like basically, he 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 goes to this meeting in Hollywood to sell this movie with his two producers, and it goes pretty well. But then they sit down the two producers and play them this audio clip that they found on his phone. Basically, David saying that these guys, he played these guys like he just swindled them, and the two producers are like, "This is absurd! Like we trusted this guy." And this is after the murder. This is after like he died and everything, which is kind of strange that 
the filmmakers would present this just to for kind of shock value. It's kind of insensitive, I kind of think, after this guy's dead. Yeah. It's kind of like don't speak about somebody wrongly if they're not in the room. Um but yeah, I think the document is interesting, but I kind of wish it was longer and it had a little bit more meat on it. I think the real story itself is a bit more interesting than what we see in the the movie. But uh, overall, I would recommend it if you're into that kind of stuff. And it is dark. It is dark because uh, it leaves you confused. Like, what the fuck happened? Why did this guy, if he did kill himself and his wife, his, and then he he was in the war. Like, he was fighting terrorists. And then his wife was, uh, I believe she was Muslim converted to Christian Christianity. So that kind of plays into it as well, what he wrote on the wall. Um, so, yeah. That's it for me. I would give that movie a 3 out of 5. Yeah, it seems interesting. Yeah, it's not bad. I think the movie that he was making, there was a lot of like traction on it. Um, that I, A lot of people did want to see it. Uh, eventually, it never got made. So, I don't think it'll, they'll ever really release it or put it together. I think the producers backed out. But uh, it seemed like a movie that we probably wouldn't be into. It just seems kind of like um, just an Alex Jones movie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> or... Yeah. Infowars. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Infowars so presents. Basically. Oh, God. And uh, that's it for me. The Great State. It's on Netflix. Check it out. You guys hmm. want to jump in? Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about Deadpool 2. All right. Sure. Let's listen to, uh, listen to a clip. Everyone calm down. The pros are here. I, we're the X-Men. What are you doing? My job. You're the one who said I was ready, and I frankly disagreed with you. But here we are, trying to overcome our differences. Like Beyonce says, please, please stop cheating on me. Hey, this is the fifth incident. This kid needs to be in the icebox, not here. Russell belongs in our care, not in prison. I assure you, we have everything under control. Not getting a real under control vibe here, Marty. It is Glenn, isn't it? Daniel. I'll ask the questions. Let me talk to the kid. You stay here with your... Weird secret sex lips. You want to die? This kid's adorable. I don't know why I packed the hollow points. I'll burn your balls off! Did you just say hollow points? Yeah. Probably should have brought a super soaker. <laughs> Hi there. Stay back or Justin Bieber dies. <laughs> Justin Bieber, he called you Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's, let's not do whatever that is. Okay, let's just talk. It's it's Russell, right? Fire fist. Fire fist. Ooh, that's a great name. Where does it burn? Just the fist or all the way up to the elbow? Oh, oh, definitely all the way up to the elbow. Deadpool 2, directed by David Leach. And the synopsis goes, Wise Kraken mercenary Deadpool battles the evil and powerful Cable and other bad guys to save a boy's life. Steve, your review. Yeah, you know, everybody's been waiting for your review. Uh, yeah, you're, so, you're such a fan of the first. So. I, no, I actually am. I really like yeah, the first one. Uh, so initially, when I saw the trailer for this, I wasn't too sure, just because I'm like, I was, I was, in, I was excited a little bit, just because I do like what Ryan Reynolds has like brought to the character. I mean, he's not really bringing anything; he's just playing Deadpool, mm-hmm. just being a smartass. But yeah, I was like, but I still had that weird like hesitation i wasn't too sure like it's like maybe they're gonna fuck this up and uh 
I'll kind of say I have the same reaction I did with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, if I'm not mistaken, where mm. it was just like, there was parts that I definitely did enjoy. Uh, uh, I would I would say the first act wasn't as funny as I was expecting. There was moments where I did chuckle a bit, but I think what really brought me around was when he finally joined or made the X-Force. And that was, uh, I would say, <laughs> like after that point, I didn't stop laughing. So yeah. it kind of it kind of made up for it in the end, but it, it I think it definitely was very. It, I'm not as hyped as I was when after I watched the first one. I'll tell you that much, but I still I still enjoyed it. Uh, I really want to talk more about the X Force and one of the funniest superhero scenes I've ever seen in a movie, but I really can't. I really the, parach- the parachuting the scene? parachuting scene is like yeah. the fucking funniest. I saw it. Shit. I knew it was gonna happen, dude. I didn't think I was like, no, is they're it, not gonna is do it. it. The cameo, the cameo is great. Yeah, yeah but but the parachuting scene was just so fucking. Because I was thinking like, no, no fucking way. And then when it just started like escalating and escalating, <laughs> it was just getting more ridiculous. I'm like, this is the best shit. And that's when the movie got extremely funny for me, because before it was kind of it was kind of dragging a bit. It wasn't like. I wasn't too excited. And it was like, you know, there was only a few parts where I was chuckling a bit. I think that's the problem with Deadpool, at least. Or it really relies on the characters and how meta it can really be. And how for, like how it can really break the fourth wall. And I really didn't see that until maybe, like I say, that point of the film. Yeah. Yeah. I see oh, that. Yeah, like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 effect where it's like, it's not... It's definitely not bad. There's a lot of things that I did enjoy and I still had a good time, but it's not like it wasn't like the first film. And I guess that's the plague or like the problem with a lot of sequels. You know, we have that standard that's set and then sometimes it just doesn't live up or Mm -hmm. it's or it's like right at that same level. I agree. Um, So that's my initial thoughts. We can continue discussing more other elements. I think... um, I liked uh, Deadpool one. It's not. I don't love it. I would say I like it a bit less than the average person. Um, however, I think the weakest part of Deadpool one was uh, the story, and I think the same can be said for the second one. Um, Cable comes. Uh, he comes to the past. Yeah, yeah. To uh, <laughs> you like it's yeah. like, maybe like I, I mean, time time travel shit can get tricky. Yeah, um, but yeah, he, time he, is he, a spectrum. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Construct, so construct <laughs> actually. But uh, he goes, he goes in the past, and uh, it's it's to kill a kid, a kid that has committed uh, terrible crimes in the future. Uh, I probably shouldn't say what those crimes are, but he has committed crimes in the future, and he believes that if he kills the kid before he can become an adult, then he'll save a lot of lives and do a lot more. The good he he he's doing is gonna outweigh killing a kid. Yeah, it's justified. Um, which is very Terminator esque, obviously. So I think um, there's also nothing. Looper. Yeah, yeah. Any fucking time travel movie. So I would say this story isn't spectacular in any way either. Um, I do find it a little bit more compelling than the first one. I think that's mostly because of the char- the characters that are in- introduced i like yeah the the pudgy kid is uh funny no, yeah said the budget the budget for the first one, like eight million. I, oh you said budget i thought yeah. you said pudgy no i thought you said pudgy but, kid. The, the <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the pudgy kid uh the kid from uh what's hunt, that? hunt for the wilder people yeah hunt for the wilder people he has that same charm in this movie that he has in that one he's uh 
It's a little toned down, I think. But yeah, a little yeah. bit. But he's still like a little, I don't know, like tongue in cheek. Like he wants to be a badass, but he's a little chubby, cute kid. Julian and shit. Dennison. Den- Dennison. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like I like Cable for the most part. I think he brings a lot more to the movie than uh, the villain of of the first movie. I can't even remember who the fuck that was. Me it was uh, yeah. the British dude. British dude. Yeah, I don't Explain. even know. Explain. I don't know this. I'll look it up. Yeah, so I think that's already a step in, a step in the right direction, and uh, the supporting characters too, like on Deadpool side, like uh, Domino. I really Domino. Oh, really, Domino's great. Yeah, uh, that's uh, Zazie Beats. She's in uh, Atlanta. She's a, she's just she's really nice. I like looking at her. I like watching her perform. I'm she's following a, her on Instagram right now. Oh yeah, that's yeah. nice. She, yeah, she. Uh, I think her character was pretty cool. She was uh, uh, she was able to bring like some comedy. Yeah. Some some comedy outside of like uh, Deadpool's normal meta banter and bullshit. Uh, so I think uh, <laughs> T.J. Miller. Yeah, so I think the cast was definitely better in this one too, and that helped it. Yeah, I think on yeah the incorporation of the uh, like I said, man, it's just when we're just getting Deadpool maybe in the first act, it w- wasn't as like it, it was like it was the same shit. It wasn't really like groundbreaking because you've seen it before but when you start seeing these other characters getting introduced and they're playing off each other especially when cable gets in the picture like it's it it starts picking up for me and i would definitely agree that story overall i I, or at least the characters are way better and i think it's because we're actually getting like actual characters from like the x-men universe yeah whereas before we only like like i think they're just written a little bit better too um they have more of a shine as opposed to Deadpool just being everything in the first one. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I like that about it. Um, I do think this movie, the worst thing about this movie is that Deadpool 1 exists. So, uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, I think this movie is better than the first one. However, I think that um, I'm, I'm a bit uh, tired, tired of the humor. It, yeah, do a, you it, think it's gonna like? I feel like. It, does you think it could really translate to another film? Yeah, I was I was worried about, and I was hoping like at the end of the movie that uh, this would be the sec the the last one. I think this this would have been a good uh, stopping point. It could have, yeah. I would, I oh, would come definitely. On. They don't. Yeah, but I they, know, but like know I would, I would agree milk. though. They, 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 I know, I would agree though that this would have been perfect, like end point, and then. Because what I was I was listening to this podcast and they brought up the whole idea that since Fox has been bought out by Marvel and they're kind of like relaunching the X Men franchise, like this is actually a good point to like relaunch it because it's like in a new universe. They're kind of setting it up in that way, and we're kind of getting hints of that. Would be a bad marketing move. I think they would stick with this. And I was thinking, like, oh man, we got the new mutants coming. Yeah, new mutants are coming. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're getting a whole bunch of like new x-men teams we're not just getting the x-men we're getting x-force we're getting new mutants we're getting like so this could be something yeah i don't know but i would uh, would disagree with you guys on that what i think this humor is here to stay i think i think people are just gonna love to keep going back to see it i don't think it's necessarily made for us yeah, like it's there's there's what are you sparks. About? Yeah, there's there's sparks in there, but I, I you know it does. Like I don't think I see people. I don't think the fatigue it. is going to be universal. Oh, uh, I I don't think so either. But I am uh, I am tired of it. Oh right, um, right yeah. But like I think it's I think it's like just like I think it's enough to keep going. Like they won't end it. You know. Yeah, it's uh, it's becoming. 
I don't know. The thing with the first one is that it was so different and uh, yeah, and all really that shit. Anything like that. Yeah, but now you you can expect. I was anticipating jokes and shit, and I don't, I don't, I didn't enjoy that part of it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 schlocky, and it has the especially if you live in New York, the marketing is absolutely ridiculous. It's everywhere, movie. it's fucking it, everywhere. It's it's in everything. It's everywhere. It's like it's it's actually kind of genius when you when you picture that the mass of people who are going to see this are going to be impacted by it. I mean, I don't know how it's doing box office wise, but it's probably going to kill. I'm not going to lie. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to do <laughs> just as good as the first one. Yeah. Um, probably. And probably. you know, what's crazy. I went to go see this in fucking Nighthawk. Packed? Nighthawk. Yeah. Nighthawk was fucking packed too. It's a, and yeah. it's weird because they, it was, didn't, in the I big, it was in the big one, right? Yeah. It was in the big one. And on top of that, they didn't even play. I'm pretty sure they didn't play Infinity War and Nighthawk. So that the fact that they, I think it was, played it was this, to fit their agenda. They could make a really like neat menu from. Deadpool. No, they did. I don't think that. I think, they had the Deadpool burger. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I think this was more so because they see Deadpool as a bit uh, counter mainstream. Yeah, than, it's than, Infin- than Infinity Wars. Yeah, I think that's it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think or this they is were gonna, just offered to play it by the studio. I don't know. I don't know if that's it. Because I think they would. I'm sure they they're get offered picky. other shit. Yeah, or, they seem yeah, picky what they put on. I don't think on. it's the, that's the problem. They're, like, I've seen some of the shit they're going to be playing. I also like, don't think Fox tweak, is yeah. fucking with Nighthawk like that. Like, hey, we, They I typically mean, only play, like, independent films. Yeah. So that's why I found it so weird, because I was, like, scrolling. like, fuck, when I'm going to go see this, and I saw Nighthawk. Perfect time. I'm like, yeah, I can squeeze Nighthawk that also played uh, Logan. Yeah. yeah. Play yeah. Which was also uh, against the counter, grain a little bit, yeah. yeah. Counter to what we're used to in Marvel films. I went and saw it at Alamo Draft House, and they also had a Deadpool menu. <laughs> uh, can you tell me about the uh, truffle popcorn? I'll tell you about it. Yeah, so uh, Alamo Draft House, I believe it's a chain. They have them in other it cities. Is. But uh, yeah, there's a truffle popcorn. Truffle good parmesan. Was it? it was actually very good, but they give you, I mean, di- one person can't finish it. Yeah, it's amazing, right? And it's a good uh, deal, right? Yeah. Well, it's nine dollars, but that's I guess a, that's still solid. I I guess for the taste, it's it's pretty good. And they're all. But what was the selling point for me was the the bottomless gourmet sugar what, cane yeah. soda. What what flavor did you get? Black cherry. I expected it to be colored. It's just like actually like sparkling water with like some sort of flavoring added. It's very good. Last time I went, I had the mango one. <laughs> yeah. Of course you did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, so, fucking talking about popcorn and fucking soda. So part. that being said, I went and saw Deadpool two there. I know, distract um, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> the he, movie was just an extension of the tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he went an extension the of the truffle popcorn. <laughs> he you just wanted the truffle, truffle popcorn. You bring up truffle. Oh, there's a movie. Play? Oh, okay. I'll uh, check it out. Munch, munch. Uh, so yeah, Deadpool two. I um, I kind of like literally predicted this movie not. I didn't predict the plot, but I predicted it like I would like it the exact amount that I do. And um, like I said, Deadpool was it was a first for us to get a superhero movie like like I think we got Ant-Man and that was like dipping your toes in the goofiness. But then and then Deadpool came along. It's like, you know what? We're going to make fun of the movie in the movie. Break the fourth wall. Have jokes about anal and fucking strap ons and shit like this. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I think I enjoyed my viewing of Deadpool because, you know, it's a first time for for this genre. So I was happy to be a part of it and see it in theaters. But this one, I was just like, well, here we go again. You know, it's going to be the same old stuff. Um, the story, 
like literally doesn't stand on its own like Harvey said I would agree with him it it doesn't stand on its own in the sense that if you took Deadpool's humor and and the shenanigans out of it like you're just watching some it's like a bad TV show or something unfunny rip off of Terminator yeah exactly and um yeah so but other than that I think the movie works I did not laugh once in the theater actually I don't know why I don't know how I think what it is is that humor that is so on the nose doesn't make me laugh, but I I kind of I'm amused by it. Yeah, but it's not like like for instance we were watching the week of the Adam Sandler movie. I laughed at the wheelchair going down the like I laughed hard as fuck at that because it's it's humor that you have to like like you have to think about it and then you have to think why it's ridiculous and then when your brain processes it's ridiculous you start laughing. Whereas this is like like full on like in your face on the nose humor that yeah. it doesn't make me laugh it's not, wrapped up in a nice yeah I'm not package. trying to say I'm like comedically yeah. advanced or anything it's just not my it's just, style it's not your style no, I think I understand what you mean because yeah. like in this movie like the irony is built into every joke and it's just sort of a yeah. it's just easily accessible yeah like I laugh more in Thor Ragnarok when the Hulk like tried to transform Oh, and, and he fell off the ship. And, and I think the reason why is because we're in a dramatic moment. Was that and, Ragnarok? Yeah, that yeah. was where he jumps off the ship. He's like, he's like, I'm doing this. And he fucking jumps off and just. And he never transforms. <laughs> but you don't expect it. Whereas with Deadpool, you're just like, right, when's the next uh, fucking yeah. raunchy joke? Um, but people were fucking dying in it. And I guess, I don't know. It's just not for me. Yeah, I was I was that person. Like I said, there's there's a. I almost chuckled at the point you're like talking dying. about, but um, I, I it didn't quite do dying. it for me. I mean, I was just I was amused by it. Though. I wasn't yeah. like the the jokes. How do I explain this? The jokes weren't like bad, where they weren't landing like some comedies. Yeah, they're just they they're not jokes I laugh at. So I was still finding the amusement in them, and I can see why people laugh at them. Yeah, you can put it that way. So it's not like bad humor. It's just uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess if you haven't been around a lot of like surreal and raunchy humor that shit like this would blow you out of the water and you'd crack up but i think we've all seen a lot of shit you know we've we've been through so much right all right glad we're on the same page yes yeah yeah i don't know this movie's good i think i mean i can't really say much about it i i was reading about the stunt person who died on it there's a stunt woman who died and that was pretty crazy Died in Deadpool? Yeah. I I don't think I heard about that. Her first stunt, she died, yeah. First stunt ever? On that movie, no. Oh, I thought Uh, it was like her first ever... It was like either that or her first day or something, but I was like, holy fuck. I don't know how you deal with that. But yeah, the show must go on, right? I like how they they have to preserve the comedy throughout the movie that they didn't like honor her towards the end. Did they honor her? Not that I saw. Maybe... At the very, very yeah, end it's like credit. a weird movie to honor somebody that died because the movie's talking about suicide and death and gore and body parts flying everywhere all the time. But um, yeah, I think I think if you're a fan of Deadpool and you like the first one, this movie doesn't take anything away that you didn't like. Before. Yeah, it's like it just plays at that. Just I think it's a little bit different than Guardians though because I think Guardians was like the first one was so well rounded, and then the second one was just like they upped the humor like volume 10 they cranked it up a little bit too yeah. much like Whereas I, I, this one maintains the exact yeah. level i had yeah when i rewatched it like a while back ago i was just like 
I felt exactly the same way when I first watched it. It wasn't like it's it, like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the characters. There was funny moments, but it wasn't like the first film yeah. where I loved it. I think I'm on par with everybody. Um, I would say I agree mostly with Harvey because I do like this one a lot more than the first. Um, yeah. I, I think also, I do too. Yeah. I also think that there's a lot of, of uh, great fighting choreography in this movie. They they use the karate in this movie and it looks really good like Cable and Deadpool there's fighting style it's very entertaining to watch and it looks cool with superheroes fighting in this way and uh but I will say like it, this movie does have some bad CGI in particular the scene with Lucky or Domino and she's like you know, that segment of her like jumping over cars yeah. and stuff like that and running through the streets and there's like a hybrid coming through like like doing like a drift and it looks so CGI it looks like a cartoon character uh, but this movie was actually made for like 110 million dollars, which is not that much. Whereas, like you know, like Infinity is made for like what 300 million or something like that. I feel like I would let this movie slide just because. Yeah, you let it slide, but you also but you also notice those budgetary setbacks that you see, like the CGI, and also some of like the set design. Like you can like see like the cardboard effect of like the rubble and stuff like that. Yeah, it just looks weird. I, I don't know for some reason I picked up more in this one. Which is funny because this one had like ten times the budget as the first one, um, but yeah, I think um, I agree with the humor that there was a point in the movie where where he uh, you see his legs growing back, and at that moment, I was saying to myself, I'm kind of exhausted of him speaking because throughout the movie, he's speaking every scene, like Deadpool is in every scene, and he's just talking, and it's kind of exhausting. Like we don't get any moments where we yeah. actually get to sit down, like take in like what the last scene was about or or just kind of like analyze things we don't get a lot of like humor like that he doesn't narrate like we, we don't yeah, get yeah. a lot of physical humor mm-hmm. like the stuff that i like you know yeah, yeah. i like and I'll, i agree with shomo that the that main scene with the x-force i didn't find it entertaining because i did see it happening i'm like okay they're gonna that's gonna happen and they're going to play with it with every character in that sense. And I didn't find it funny at all. But I find other things funny. For example, like Weasel. I like his character in the movie. Oh, yeah. He's being interrogated. Dude, that interrogation yeah. was hilarious. Like moments <laughs> like that I liked a lot. Um, I also didn't really enjoy, uh, what's his name? Kanan Suni? Karan Suni? The cab driver? The cab driver, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't like his character. I think they overplayed. They really only gave him one joke in the movie. And, and he ran throughout, back throughout the whole yeah. movie. And it was kind of annoying to see that he's only this one punchline throughout the whole movie. Uh, even his payoff in the end, I didn't enjoy at all. Like I said, I think the thing I enjoy the most is Cable and Deadpool. Their fighting looks good. I do. Cable looks amazing. I know it's a lot of CGI. That haircut yeah. nice, right? I was, yeah, that's a good I, I was about to haircut. take a photo and bring yeah, it to Yeah, he barber. looks really good. Uh, he, <laughs> can I get Cable? <laughs> I think uh, me up, fam. Yeah, I don't know how much of him was CGI and how much. I, I guess. Well, I saw photos of him. There's like this whole right side of his body is just like uh, no, blue. He, I think really? I think yeah. that's all the money I, went to. Like just like yeah, I getting think that like CGI, his like, chest and arm like looked really good. Yeah, yeah, that looked good. Yeah. But like the bigger CGI stuff, like stuff within the city, did not look good at all. No, but uh, I, I think do, that's where I, you get to that big level. Yeah. Like I love the way he fights. Like that first scene we see him in the prison was amazing. Yeah, it was just like brutal force. Yeah. It was, it was and then cool. when he's fighting Deadpool, it's yeah. kind of like they're fighting karate, like in Bloodsport or something. Yeah. It looks also, amazing. like his guns, like how he's like turning a guitar volume. Yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty cool. I, uh, I, was, I was like, oh, this looks that. like the it was like an amp or something. Yeah, it looks yeah. like the buttons on my amp, which is yeah. funny. 
Um, overall, I did like the movie. I think that the even though the jokes kind of just kind of like gets old and and exhausts you a bit, it carries the movie. And I don't think this movie relies so much on the plot because even towards the end, they fuck with the plot. Yeah, they completely fuck with it. So the movie's just uh, you know a joke on the whole thing. Like the plot yeah. is a joke. Don't buy into what's gonna happen because. They're probably gonna fuck shit up in the third movie as well. Yeah, like no matter what, like no matter what ending you think you got in this movie, like we know it's gonna be a third one. And you always yeah. get and like montage. Yeah, it's just like it's just like fuck whatever happened in the other movie. We're gonna do what we want in this movie. Uh, I think that's why Deadpool just inherently works a lot in film, just yeah. because he can really just you can mess with the whole plot and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's literally it's like making a music video. You can break every rule. But yeah. um, I I want to talk about the kid real quick. I forgot to bring him up. So. I remember I put this on my anticipated summer blockbusters, just because I man I love that kid right. He was uh he was absolutely hilarious in, in Hunt for the Wilder People, and uh, he was. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed a little bit. I mean I I get it though. Like I don't know. I, I just think maybe his character you didn't like his you didn't yeah, like his, his character fucking, maybe uh, didn't marry prison wallet. I mean you can tell what ha- <laughs> what happened. Someone saw Hunt for the Wilder People, and uh, yeah, it's not, it's a good movie, but it's not like a U.S. success by any means. So they were basically like, let's take this character and just recreate him and put him in Deadpool. Well, it's ironic because like they, they took Taika Waititi for Thor, and then they take one of his actors for this. It and, just takes the character completely, um, basically. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't feel like the, I, he didn't make me laugh as much. He just maybe it was just his character, and like he just seemed very. If you've seen that movie, I don't think this movie will help you. Uh, in any way, so I don't... I yeah, was, he's he's not funny. I just think that the the scenarios he's put in is pretty funny. Like the shiv, that fucking, like, that whole scene in the prison where he's just like, I gotta make a fucking shiv, and he's, like, making a fucking... He pulls yeah, it out of his ass. But, like, I mean, he's... stupid shit like that. But in 100 for the Wilder people, he's, like, that times times 100. Like, he loves... It's funny, he brings up Tupac in this movie, but he fucking yeah. loves Tupac and Hunt for the Wilder people, Maybe he too. just loves Tupac in real life. Yeah, it could be a little little gangster, little Kiwi kid. Um, but damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Ghetto boys. I was like, I don't. Nobody in the theater yeah. laughed at that. I was like, I don't know if anybody in the theater listened to it. Ghetto Boys. Yeah, you know? I don't think no one got this I was at like, all. But yeah, the whole gangster rap thing. His character carried that from Hunt for I'm, the Wilder I'm, People. Maybe it's just who he is. Like that's like maybe he just like is really into that. Uh yeah, he's, uh, he's maybe funny. Just, I think everybody should. I think watching Hunt for the Wilder People after this is better than watching it before. before. Yeah, definitely check that out. If how do, how if do you, you f- had any liking towards that kid? How do you feel about uh, because Deadpool one where people were like love the opening credits? How do you feel about this one's opening credits? Oh, it's like a play on James Bond. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was okay. I enjoyed it. I yeah. wasn't expecting it, so I I, mm-hmm. I was I was laughing when it first came in because like when it started to happen, I was like, "What's going on?" And then I realized what they were doing, and I uh, I, I laughed. Yeah, didn't really like, laugh, but it I was, thought it was, it was cool fine. to see. I think the CGI of that looks really good, and the animation was cool. Yeah, um, that kid did have one moment in the movie that I did enjoy, where he's trying to convince like the biggest prisoner to be his friend. Oh yeah, and, and he's <laughs> like fucked up. He's like, maybe we'll have like a call, like call, call. He's like, no, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. He uh, does a dun 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 the knock. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. he's like, we're friends. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, some of the jokes that Deadpool had landed for me. And it, the thing is, there's so many that I can't really like pick one that stands out. Yeah. The whole movie is just like, like a gun. Like it's just basically a machine gun. Someone just like, I can't really remember jokes. Yeah. The first uh, out. I think, I think the moments were more funnier to me than actually like his jokes. And I think <laughs> that's what does it. 
I like, it's like the, those yeah. little moments. I like the cameo jokes, like the X Men stuff. Yeah. The X Men, cool. yeah, X Men was pretty funny. I think uh, what Shomo said is uh, pretty accurate. It uh, or I don't know what you both what you both said was pretty accurate. Uh, Deadpool talks a lot, and uh, every every couple words he, he's he's joking or making some sort of meta reference, which is a joke. Um, but I think the funnier moments are the ones that are kind of, uh, just the moments that are left unspoken and, uh, like, uh, for example, I don't fucking know, but the, the moments where, um, yeah, he's just uh, where it doesn't rely on a corny punchline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shit like that. I like, like the one moment where he was like, he brings out his swords and like cables, like shooting the gun. And he's supposed to be deflecting him, but he's just getting They're shot going, the whole yeah. time. That's that's funny. Yeah. Like he doesn't say anything; he's yeah. just acting. Yeah, like, and it's that's just the like you physical see the humor I want more of. Yeah, and that's and the funny of the uh, the dick jokes. Yeah, you know? and there's like some more like scenes where like you actually actually think about like the irony and the like the like the fighting scenes where they're like fighting the, like Dolly Parton and shit, like nine to five. Like that was that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what else? Yeah, do you yeah music cues were good in this. Yeah. I don't know. It's I feel like, well, I feel like it's we're a well-made franchise. I think. I think they're doing what they they should do. I don't. I don't really see um, making it any better for the clientele. I, I think. Mean, I think what they really need to do is maybe just. And I think they are going to do that with the next film. Is just constantly up the ante. You know what I mean? I don't like think I they feel upped like, it in this one though. That's the but thing. I, but I feel like well, they're they're it's like kind of building up, and it's just going to kind of get more ridiculous as the movies come out and you know maybe that's that maybe that will work like just just put them in because i mean he has this he has like a whole franchise like a whole like series and comic books where it's like deadpool kills marvel like he kills everyone in marvel like it's just like this whole well speaking of that didn't um there's one with the presidents too though yeah he he, he, that's that's what i'm saying like it's just like he's just like this person that just exists and he can really do anything, and it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Did you guys wait around for both ending credit scenes? No, I didn't. I, only, I, I yeah, waited I for one. I didn't see any of them. Okay, so you saw there's a uh, Ryan Reynolds reference. Yeah. Okay. I saw that. That was, that was cool. I actually did find that funny. I didn't laugh out loud for some reason. Maybe I, li- I like the, the Wolverine one. That one was funny, too. Yeah. 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 That was cool. Oh, you oh. guys missed out. This is actually... Pretty good ending credit scene. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah, I'll check it out. Online. Yeah, you can find it online. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't have anything else. Yeah, I did see that it, it, the movie was made for one ten. They so far they've made fifty eight million. <laughs> Already half. Yeah, they're gonna in they're the first gonna... day. Let's say first two days. Re- I was just rereading something about Blade Runner l- losing eighty million dollars. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it hmm. literally lost eighty million. Yeah, nobody's like... going to see that shit. I mean, let's let's look at. I mean, I applaud them for remaking it, but. I just I I kind of expected that, yeah, yeah. Because like, look at look at what makes money now. I feel like, I feel now, like Dune's gonna doesn't. do much better. Maybe Could because be of, because of the, no because of the fucking book. way Dune's yeah. gonna do better. I mean, we'll see. Dune is like such a niche thing. It's yeah, like so. It is, it's, it is it's, very it's, niche. it's it's heavy. Like it's so. It's hard sci-fi. Like it's not. I think it's more niche it, than Blade Runner. It's it, way it more is. niche. It is, which is why I think it might work. I don't I, know. I think if it does well, it won't be because of uh, like the established audience. Yeah, it'll be because no, the trailer is so just yeah. badass or something like that. Or. Something has to happen. Yeah, it's not gonna it, like because we all know we're all gonna go see it. Obviously, but you know, everyday person, you know. I don't know. I, I I doubt it's. But um. All right. Any last words for Deadpool before we give a rain? I I have one last word. I would just say um, 
I'm not going to like my rating for this isn't abnormally high or anything. But I do I do think this this franchise is does what it's supposed to for the people who who want to see it. And at, at the end of the day, I think if the jokes don't land for me, I think they're obviously landing for most of the people who go see it. And I, I think these are fun. And I'd love to, I'd love to see more. What? Fucking reasonable fucking Tom over here. I don't know. I just I like this. Hard, it's heartwarming. You can watch these movies. Is, uh, drop, drop that score, He did man. say mouth breathers one yeah. time. I think yeah, he did it. Yeah, the mouth breathers uh, will Woo, enjoy this. There we go. This is uh, no, I'm just kidding. unemployed Tom. Yeah, it's unemployed <laughs> yeah. Tom, man. He's humbled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of you You've now. seen every side. It's like, <laughs> who can I judge? Yeah. <laughs> who am I? I got a job. Yeah. I'm basically a fucking homeless piece of shit. <laughs> Drop but that score, man. You so got to give it a four. You're lucky enough to see this movie. No, three and a half for me. But I think uh, I would. Uh, I, I don't know. They were heartwarming to see these movies. They don't take a lot of effort. They don't feel like chores to me. And uh-huh. I think that's good. Man, even I Avengers, like Tom, Avengers man. felt like a chore to me, even man. though I came out liking I want, I want it. this time to be around more often, man. I think you're sadly mi- misinterpreting what I'm saying. I. I okay. All right, so you're saying three and a half? Yeah, and I think every Deadpool movie will always be three and a half, no matter what. Like the third one, fourth one. I just see it happening. <laughs> Maybe. Harvey? Um, yeah. Uh, like I said, I think this this one is better than the first one. I enjoyed it more than the first one. Um, the story's a bit better because there's more interesting uh, characters along for the ride. Uh, comedy lands sometimes. Uh, I would give it a three and a half out of five. Okay. What a surprise. Steve. Uh overall I I think yeah, it wasn't as it wasn't as like I don't know. I didn't love it as much as the first one, but I think it's just the product of what it is. But I still enjoyed my time with these characters and the comedy like like I said, when, once it hits a certain part of the film, I was just dying. So I did enjoy my time with the film. Uh I'll give it a solid three and a half. Okay. All around, three and a half for me as well. Oh wow. Yeah. All right, so next week, I think we're just going to watch Solo. And I think that's going to be a bit harder to watch. We're going to have to yeah. buy tickets to see that. No, 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 no. Dude, I paid $38 to see this movie. What, real money? Well, well, but yeah, I had to. I had no choice. No, you did have a choice. You could have. There, there is a way around it. It's just so, it's such a pain. It was, no, it was more, for me, it was more a, a scheduling oh. conflict. assume. Because uh, my girlfriend also wanted to see it, and she had class as well, so I had to accommodate. My girlfriend wanted to see it too, but I didn't accommodate. Uh, well, I'm sweet. <laughs> I mean, so. now you're, you're unemployed. You don't uh, no, take girls out. No, I mean, I, I, you're about to take Jesse's room. It's too it's too risky <laughs> to try and accommodate for this movie. I didn't. I had to see it like that day. Yeah. No choice. How much did you pay for your ticket? Thirteen. I paid seventeen. Eh. Y'all paid real money. Uh, yeah, I paid. Movie I paid real money, money because I. It was literally there was one seat left I the day it. before. I saw it opening night with movie pass. Yeah, lucky man. Yeah. I looked all at right. all the theaters. I see them all opening night, even the big ones, dude. <laughs> they, movie pass. I, I see them sell out the night before. I saw Infinity War movie pass. I did too. Opening opening, opening night with movie pass. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, but my thing is, I'm always down to the wire. So if I go and risk it. And it is sold out. I'm done. There's no more time left. <laughs> you're, done. Like, you're dead. I mean, <laughs> you you were unemployed this week, though. So I mean, usually, I'm not though. That's all the right. Thing. So I'm actually very interested in seeing Solo, not because of the trailer or anything. Um, you you want to see the train wreck that uh, is this movie? No, it's yeah. Well, I want to see the the directing. Yeah, I want to see if I can spot Ron <laughs> Howard. I'm a big fan of Ron Howard, or I can spot uh, Lord and Miller. Yeah, I want to see what. 
that's why I'm so interested because this this whole controversy behind this film, like what happened on set, and also with the lead actor, the guy who's playing Solo, I don't know yeah. his name. He got an acting coach. He got yeah. an acting coach. That's pretty. I, I fucking personally rough. don't like from what we see in the trailers. I personally don't think I I don't think it looks good. Um, but I'm intrigued in seeing what it, the product is. I'd I like, might like it. Who knows? You know what? You know what it is for me is I. It's not really the. St- I just like the aesthetic that is Star Wars. Like if you would have said like. This is not a Han Solo story. If we had none of the characters to really like have that grounding and just had new characters thrown in like an interesting situation in the Star Wars universe, I would be way more on board. The, the no, trailer no baggage. Yeah, the trailer for me it. reminds me a lot of the first trailer of the J.J. Abrams Star um, Star Trek, whereas they kind of it's just like this character in his own world that gets drafted into this new world. Yeah, it, it plays along the same with the style of music and everything. I can't say Tom, I agree with Steve. Tom, what you don't like? Uh, I'm just, you don't, don't like. I got I got Star Wars fatigue more than well, more mean, than Marvel and fucking. Uh, the thing, Deadpool. yeah, I I like Star Wars a lot. Like, I, I'm what's worse fan. is that there, there's gonna be a new Star Wars movie every every year, year. <laughs> for I the like, rest of our lives. Until I like we die. these. Uh, I like these. Um, uh, side spinoffs. Yeah. Side I like but when are you gonna be exhausted? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm. Yeah. Ex- I'm like. I'm. I'm tired of like the the, the main story for sure. I heard and rumors. I haven't enjoyed those, but I enjoyed Rogue One quite a bit. Yeah, and I hope that uh, I don't know. I'd like to see more shit like this. I heard rumors that Ryan Johnson's supposed to be doing a trilogy, uh, Star Wars fran- like Star Wars films, but they're supposed to be taking place uh, in the Old Republic, oh, yeah. which is like super exciting because that's like oh, is it? Yeah, there's also so oh there's my God, also so much um, history, man. It's so much, so <laughs> good. Tone. Oh, is it? There's also rumors of uh, a TV show, which just sounds awful. Oh, a TV show, really? Yeah. Just, just stop. Just give me more Avengers. I'm done. I yeah. can't handle all this. shit. You don't want to hear a back. You don't want. You don't want to watch an old Republic movie. For, oh my god, it's nope. so good. Don't care. Oh man, you're missing out. I'll see. I'll see this trash, but you're missing out. I think if Disney, you're missing out, bud. You really I are. I think if their streaming service is, is successful, they're going to definitely pull the trigger on that show because that's going to be their highlight of the whole service. Oh great! Just yeah. we need more Star Wars content. Make it less sacred, as they keep pumping shit out. Was it ever sacred to begin with? This world does not yeah. believe in preserving anything. No, we nope. just we just beat shit to the ground until <laughs> we <laughs> exhaust it, basically. Yeah. But we're All beating right. something that's like forty years old. Like that's where, it, like the Avengers, has never been on screen, you know, until this decade. But you know, man, Tom, why can't you like Wars. mainstream shit? Just like it. I do like mainstream shit. I love hamburgers. I love. <laughs> I love uh, about it nascar nascar i'm not a fan of nascar i do like um ufc nope about, Actually, oh, you know did you did you find out that i'm a ufc guy now i'm in real into boxing oh, like breaking bad i don't know oh that's pretty old it yeah. was mainstream at the time you guys want to move into the topic yeah yeah sure. why, don't you, why don't you describe it a little bit you want me to describe it yeah yeah, well, yeah you're the you're the creator you're the resident the topic person i don't remember you completely forgot the topic. <laughs> um, the topic was uh, what was the topic? Edge Lords. Yeah, it was Edge Lords. Edge Lord movies that are now tame. So basically, we should talk about. Um, I think I thought it'd be fun to talk about movies that were very edgy that we remember being very edgy uh, at the time that they came out, but uh, due to uh, I don't know time passed and um, social. And- evolution yeah. yeah social evolution or social good normalizing one. shit has uh uh happened that make those movies not look so edgy and uh and uh so crazy anymore are you are you foreshadowing that 
like maybe Deadpool won't be edgy in like twenty years. Yeah, we can I easily mean, Deadpool is not edgy, edgy now. I, in Deadpool too, you were. It, it was more. Dead, I think Deadpool is edgy to uh, some people, but um, I think I don't know. I, it's hard for me to gauge because of my, you know. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> my feel sense like, of humor. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah, I agree. I don't think ed- like, like people edgy now. Some people say you can't joke about suicide or you know stuff like that. Well, some people are just you know sensitive about certain things. That's what I'm saying. Different I have no sensitivity. Different, different even for, for things that are personal. Like I understand that you making that joke has no offense to me. You just you know you don't. Yeah, it wasn't a personal thing. It's not. It's not always about me. 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 Uh, are you okay? But, <laughs> so let me ask you this, Harvey. Um, my my pick is this: is this still qualify? If we thought it was edgy when we saw it, I wasn't. A, I don't think I was. Yeah, I wasn't alive when it came out, but it was edgy to me. And I still think it was edgy for the time being. But I think I really don't know. I think that's fine. Mine will be one of those as well. All right. Well, I hope nobody picked. Mine. Should I go first? Or? Yeah, do it. Set, set uh, the groundwork. I think I already told you this, but uh, I guess the craft. Is uh, I think you said the crow. Yeah, it's the crow. I don't know. Why <laughs> the <I said> craft. <laughs> like what is the craft? You never seen the craft? Craft, the witch movie. Dude, the witchcraft movie. The witch movie. <laughs> no. Yeah, I meant the crow. I'm sorry. Dude, I'm uh, sitting the on the craft. Was like, edgy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a weird, weird way, the craft is kind of edgy. Like, right. if you think maybe about I should have picked the craft. Right, so explain why. Damn. The craft. Now I want to see the craft. Because if, no, it is because if you think about it, it came out in the '90s when it was like that hysteria about I like mean, during the well, Salem witch trials. It's not Salem <laughs> witch trials, but it was like this weird hysteria. People were just like rock and roll and like goth music, and Marilyn Manson was a big thing. I don't know. I feel like yeah. that was definitely. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think the crow did the same thing for the early '90s. Yeah, definitely. Um, because it was kind of like, uh, I don't know, uh, movies, uh, like art imitating like death and uh, shit like that. Um, that didn't become, I don't know, popular until like probably the early 2000s where you have these very dark. Um, Brandon Lee died on set. Yeah, Brandon Lee did die on set. That was also edgy. R.I.P. Um, but yeah, you have these characters like uh, Brandon Lee's character, the crow, who is uh, dark and uh, brooding and. He the like students. embodies death and um, and destruction, and he's like on a rampage trying to uh, avenge his death and the death of his uh, wife, who was actually like raped and murdered, which was kind of edgy for the early nineties. Um, but yeah, I don't think uh, we got like characters like that for like a long time after, because you can maybe like relate the uh, early Batman movies with that but i don't even think the batman movies were like kind of dark but they were like a like a disney level dark like that tim burton dark well, what would i what would I, say? I would say like blade i feel like blade when did blade come out the first one blade came out like 98 or 99 yeah i feel like that's when we started seeing dark and like anti-heroes come yeah. back like you know someone who like i mean i don't think he was inherently bad but it was a darker yeah tone i think um the crow was definitely that but he was to a much darker degree, like the things depicted in this movie, um, they were pretty graphic. They were pretty gritty, and uh, I'm pretty sure there's like five of these movies that were made. Yeah, there's there's some sequels. I've but, seen uh, a few. I don't know. I guess that's my first pick to kick this shit off. Ooh, first um, pick. Thomas, I, did you want to go? Did you already go? No, I didn't oh. go. I'll go real quick. So, at a young age, probably like 13 or something. I guess that's young. I was introduced to the world of 80s comedies. And uh, so I was introduced to Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay. Where I don't think this was edgy, 
It might have been edgy in the realm of like teen comedies. But yeah, I mean, it started a trend. I think it, it brought I about. I think it's edgy because like. I don't know, when you think teen comedies back then, I didn't expect them to deal with, like... Abortion. Abortion, uh, like, stoners, like, people, like... Like, there was stuff like Porky's, but that was, like... That's different. That's, like... Porky's is great. Yeah, but that but that's different. It's, like, it's, Fast it's times sold like, as, like, adult humor, but, like, Fast Times is, like, this... You're supposed to relate as a teenager, yeah. and they deal with stuff, like... I just remember, like... Her getting fucking banged on that shitty couch in his pool house, and like yeah. just the the darkness of that. Just some older dude just fucks you, knocks you up, and says, "Well, what are you, are you gonna keep it?" <laughs> like <laughs> just being a dick about it. And at the time, I was like, I was kind of being exposed to this at a young age, and I was like, kind of scared for like sexuality and stuff, and like getting someone. Yeah, pregnant. not not even that. Just like dealing with the whole like fucking politics of like getting laid and being a fucking dude in high school and like trying to get girls and stuff no i would say fast times is like one of those monikers and films where it's i feel like there was there was like obviously teen comedies were raunchy and just kind of outrageous but this somehow like it wasn't that because it was a comedy but it was it was grounded in like the subject matter it was discussing it was actually in that time period we also had like a little bit more grounded movies that wasn't so edgy like uh pretty in pink i was gonna say weird science okay yeah yeah but yeah like it wasn't exactly john hughes type stuff either you know it was like i think they dealt with a lot of stuff that i thought was uh very dark and scary to grow up and you were afraid of sex weren't you i wasn't wasn't afraid (laughs) of sex but i was like afraid of uh, you (laughs) I, i was just afraid of like God, that whole dynamic, you know. Of, like, social interaction? (laughs) Well, I don't know if you put it that way, but... (laughs) Yeah, but, like, if I do have sex, like, what if I do... Like, you know... What if I do it wrong? What if I do it wrong? What if I don't know what I'm doing? What if I come quick? What if I come and get a girl pregnant? Stuff like that was just scaring me, and I had barely even learned to masturbate. What am I doing What is going on here? What is... Yeah, What is happening? (laughs) Yeah, dude, this show has been very eye-opening. You want me to cut that out? This is what happens when you're, like, out of work for a week, and you just sit around with your thoughts. That movie is... uh, I don't know. I, I was very surprised at how dark and edgy it was at the time but now i, I forgot even to mention now this you're part. a man you can watch it no no, no. now the i'm girl. saying comedies now it's just like literally like fucking anal sex like beer bongs what out are of your you asshole what, what comedy has anal sex dude they all do man what? like teen zach like, zach and mary definitely yeah. has and like also like when you watch cock blockers harvey they're doing fucking beer bongs through their assholes and yeah, shit like true. anal like, sex is something different <laughs> yeah, still, you know. I'm just curious what movie. I'm, just an example. Has anal sex? Just an example that like they'll go that far for jokes. They'll go that far for jokes. They will. There's got to be like a teen movie out there. Yeah. Well, not I another agree. teen movie. They dealt with a lot of dark shit, but that's also parodying Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Um, no, it's not. No, it's parodying it's a, par- amalgam it's par- of movies. It's, cruel no, it's right? parodying late '90s romantic comedies. Like cruel intentions. No, it did a lot of uh, '80s too. It did like Pretty in Pink, and it did. But uh, it, was, it was it was like four movies, I believe. It was like, what was like it? she's all that. She's all that. That yeah, was the main one. Yeah, that was yeah. the main. Okay, yeah. How that the was fuck the. We know this but they, much. Dude, cruel intentions. They, pay, they well. paid homage to a lot of '80s movies in that too. But yeah, the raunchiness has has been turned up. Just. They don't even really show the sex in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but it's just awkward the way that they do show him like yeah. just laying on top of her. 
Yeah, uh, I think my I think my choice kind of kind of goes hand in hand in terms of like what you're saying in terms of comedy. Uh, so this one, I remember growing up, and this was like a huge movie that came out, and everyone was like, "It's like this movie's crazy." I can't believe this is out in theaters, and it was uh the South Park movie. <laughs> Dude, wow. like when that shit came out, everyone was just like, just wouldn't stop talking about this, and I finally I got to watch that. it last uh, year. <laughs> Huh? Which, <laughs> when, did, when did that come out? Ninety-eight, like, ninety-nine. Yeah, that was like, yeah, that was that was a big deal when it came out. No, it was probably later than that. I don't think I've seen it. You never seen the South Park movie? Bigger, raunchier. What was it like? A yeah, bigger. Was, I, I don't remember. It has to be like ninety-nine. Something and uncut. Steve, yeah. give me a fact check. Yeah, I'm gonna fact check real quick. Uh, Two thousand. No, there's no way. It has to be because I remember they're referencing like, that seems a little early. Shit, like, like, I'm pretty sure it was like 98, 99. That seems a little early. I remember that coming out when I was like 12 or 13. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, man. When this movie came out, like it was like a big deal. And I remember my cousin, uh, he's like, he was able to get a bootleg copy in uh, 1999. Jesus. South Park, bigger, longer, and right. uncut. 99. Yes, he just said that. <laughs> <laughs> he just said that. And when uh, this movie came out, yeah, it was like, we got a bootleg copy. I'm sitting there watching. My mom c- would never, she couldn't find out because I'm, you know, I'm a fucking kid. And I'm watching this shit and I'm like, I'm like, this is crazy. And I, and that, that honestly started the trend of me watching South Park, like religiously for a good while. And then, you know, you wean off because the only thing they could really do with this franchise is just get crazier and crazier. And with the TV shows and just. I think, I think you're, I think they. South Park will always work because it's always social commentary. Yeah, it's yeah. Social, and there's always shit yeah. I going think the on. craziness has probably stayed the same. It's the I've actually the topical I'm pretty shit. caught up with all of it, and it, yeah, it's pretty funny. You it's caught still, up. You've seen like every fucking yeah, episode. I, I watch how, it. On how Hulu. does it? How does it like stand the test? Like in terms of like looking back at that one, is it crazier now or is it just the same? It's just the same. The later seasons, they're actually focused on like one theme, and yeah. every episode is just a continuation of like, like the past one, okay. episodes. Which is kind of cool. Like the last episode, they they focus heavily on like the Me Too movement and also um, justification. It was pretty funny. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like what we have now in terms of comedy, it's just like everything is just they ump to ante because yeah. they they don't know what else to really do. Yeah, sometimes I think in the terms same of, could like, be said about the show as, as well. I don't think we we got any TV shows like that. I feel like yeah. I feel like even the shows we get now, we get uh like. Bojack Horseman and like Rick and Morty, which are more nihilistic, more like more depressing shows. More dry, actually. whereas way dry. The humor's dry, but it's way more reflective. And once, like you, you at the end of a show, sometimes you have to think back. It's like, man, that was weirdly deep for a fucking cartoon. It makes you think a bit. Yeah. So I feel like with TV shows, especially animated like adult shows, they've really just just really brought it up. Yeah, the last season has a lot of like rape humor and shit. Really? So yeah, it continues that. Like Mr. Garrison plays uh, Donald Trump, like he's the president of the yeah. U.S. And he he like rapes his advisors when he they don't agree with him. It's it's crazy. Yeah, um, I think South Park definitely does hold a candle for. Yeah, yeah but I'm just saying at the time the, the, the it really balls. was. No, yeah, yeah at, at that's the time, a good pick for that. That was just like the epitome of like edgy. Like people were like parents were like. I would freaking say the right after out. that, Team America. Oh, yeah, that was another one. Team America Unless was like I another one. Pick, it's like 2004, I think. Yeah. That was also like comedy that was just like yeah. through the roof, raunchy, and edgy. Yeah. Now, now that ain't shit, you know? Um, I guess I'll do... I got two picks, and they're by the same guy, same director. 
And the first one, when this movie came out, it was actually banned in a lot of countries. Jesus. I know Serbian is. film? What is it? Serbian film? What were you going to say, Harvey? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it Borat? <laughs> no, no, no. Rambo, it goes, it Rambo goes back 4. way, way before that. It's Rambo 4. No, it's actually Clockwork Orange. Um, oh, what? Because, uh, you know, the movie deals with a rape. This is a great pick. Yeah, so it was banned. It was pretty edgy. Uh, it's still controversial to this day, surprisingly. It is. And, and also, my second pick was Eyes Wide Shut. And that movie deals with, you know, sexual occult. And it was very, very dark for that time period, I would say. Old it was like Kubrick? Kubrick, yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people still haven't even seen Eyes Wide Shut. But it's uh, I remember seeing it pretty young. And I was like, what the fuck is this? That's a rough one when you're young. Yeah, it's on HBO. I think uh, I think Clockwork Orange is definitely um, a great pick, but I think Kubrick is the master at being yeah. edgy. You know? uh, what's the other one? Lolita. That was a edgy one too, because uh, that deals with a grown man falling in love with a thirteen year old, and he did he directed that too. He's no Woody Allen, but no. Um, <laughs> Harvey, got any honorable mentions? Uh yeah, um, Streetcar Named Desire. Um, I watched this movie a lot. Um, at my grandma's house when I was a kid. Um, I thought that um some of the fucking uh, the scenes in this movie were they were I don't know they were really interesting for really interesting and really like uh mind blowing to me. Um, uh, especially the the scene scene where uh, Kowalski kind of uh well he, he basically rapes her. After like uh, that little physical uh, uh, situation they had, and um, I remember thinking that that was, I don't know, just like the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life because I hadn't really seen like a, I don't know, like a rape happening. So there's a lot um, of rape conversations going on. Yeah, <laughs> and th- yeah, this this movie came out in like 1951, yeah. so I could imagine. I actually read a lot about it, and um, yeah, there was a lot more to it. They they cut like four minutes of that of that scene. Um, just to get it, uh, just to get it, um, in theaters, um, there's like, uh, a lot of references, especially to like Blanche Dubois, uh, husband about being gay and, uh, and all that stuff. Um, so for, for, for me seeing this movie, it was very, uh, opening and, uh, strange. And I could imagine for people in the 1950s, especially they were like, very uh turned off by what they were seeing or, and very uh intrigued at the same time i guess yeah it's some crazy shit for the 50s mm-hmm. yeah i got a couple more i'll just throw out some names that just right off the top of my head uh boys in the hood i thought that was very edgy at the time think so i think so yeah i think so too. i almost cried in that yeah, movie you don't you don't i guess but like i don't know what what part of it you mean i think the all violence the violence or the the deaths the, the commentary yeah the commentary for sure As- aside from the commentary like, definitely but boy are you implying that it doesn't like it was edgy at the time i think it was a movie that was probably the first to deal with those issues it is definitely i think the first okay, like, so yeah. that's why i think it's edgy aside for like black exploitation movies like in the 70s which had a certain sense of like irony and comedy built into them because they're like kind of like countercultural, countercultural. Um, but yeah, aside from that, this was like a serious like commentary on the lives of black people and stuff. Yeah, I guess uh, I see. When you put it that way, it's definitely. I was thinking if you just meant like the violence. No. But like, yeah. I also got two more. Just to throw them out there: bully and elephant. 
I thought those were pretty edgy. Still, I think those movies are still dark to this day. I think Clockwork Orange is still fucking dark. Isn't it? I, yeah. I watched it again that recently. That first scene is brutal. I watched it again yeah, recently. It, just it, a, it, it is. A, I brought it up on the. Uh, you don't see shit like on that. Our yeah. iconic weapons topic, but where he fucking kills the girl with a giant dick. Like, yeah. yeah you, it's you just. It's just like the seventies and like I don't know, like such a. It was, I'd, I'd get it if some no-name guy like made a crazy movie like that, but Kubrick was not a no-name guy in the 70s, you know? I agree. For someone that big to make uh, stuff that edgy. I could see some fucking, you know, the snuff films and, like, crazy people making movies back then that nobody saw, but you know, big yeah. big movies with big big people, you know? That's about it for us, huh? I think that's play it, the yeah. game. Yeah, let's play this game. I actually dropped the dice. It's we it's we got it. Oh, you got it? We got it. Uh, maybe we should use some light, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. It's pretty dark in here. We're actually almost in pitch black at this point. Yeah, I don't think I'll be we able like to see the like to record in the dark. Who's yeah. going to get up? I can see. I got good eyes. Really? Yeah, I can see, too. Okay. Yeah, I have, I have, I have horrible eyes, eyes, but all right. I'll, I'll go th- first. You're uh, So Steve's sitting out. Uh, this game's called the rolling of the dice. Oh, it is God. a 12-sided dice. Uh, Roll of the lowest number. Wow, I got a three. Which is shown so far. You <laughs> might have to watch a movie picked by Steve. I got a, I got a pick for you. That's scary. Um. Okay. Come Harvey's on, rolling, Harvey. and Harvey has a. So, ooh, I thought that was a one. I did too. Seven. A seven. Wait, didn't you get a seven last time too? Probably. If you get another seven. No, I got a twelve last time. Someone got a seven. All right, I'm gonna roll. Probably me. An eight. Eight. Oh, like, hey, keep in mind that I do have a job next week, so yeah, we'll see. Wow. Um, Steve, do you already have a pick, or do you need I some time here? Actually, I want to check if he's seen this or not. Just ask him right now. Have you seen Calvary? No, I really want to see Calvary. Right, I'll give you Calvary. Chill. You know what's crazy? I want punishments. What is it? Fuck the punishments. I, you know I heard about the first scene in Calvary. Yeah, like, that sounds intriguing. Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking about it today because I was sitting in the theater. I don't know what. Why I thought of Calvary, but it, it came to my mind. And I'm thinking, Brandon like, Gleason, right? Yeah, and I'm like, sitting, I'm like, he's like, who hasn't seen that? Because he always brings it up that he hasn't seen it. And I'm like, oh, Tom. And then I put that on my list. And I'm like, so if he loses tonight, he's definitely getting Calvary. You know so what? Don't, don't listen to <clears throat> Sean and this punishment shit. He's not. You're not bringing punishments light. are exciting. No, they're not. No, I think it's something you need to watch because you've been mentioning. I mean, you've been wanting to watch for a while now, and it, I, I really love this movie. All right. I'm gonna watch it. I'll it's actually, like I should be excited you, yeah, to watch it. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I think you would definitely love the the just just honestly just the scenic. Just, it's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Calvary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I guess that's a uh, it's a closer for us, huh? Anything else to mention coming up this week? Uh, you guys? I don't think so. No. Uh, it's. I think it's gonna be a busy week overall. I'm getting this vibe I'm, from work. So the past week, the weather was just shit. Awful. Yeah. Just been raining, windy, dark, and gray. Uh, this week, summertime, I guys. Yeah. This, <laughs> like, this week coming up is just sunshine every day, seventy degrees. I so I actually like I like rainy weather. But, yeah, uh, no, I don't have nothing to do. I don't, yeah. I don't mind it either, but I do want to skate every night. So maybe you this know, week. My thing with with New York is like how uh, I, I, I'm not from up north, so and I, I forgot like when I was learning the months in kindergarten and stuff and learning all that. Uh, they would like the illustrations would go along with like what they're known for. Like November would be pumpkins and December would be like, you know, Christmas shit. And like May was always like umbrellas and rain and shit. And I'm like, why? I never rains in May. 
No, it's because I lived in Florida. Yeah, you, you didn't <laughs> get it. Florida, you came here. Florida rains from like October to like November. No, it rains hurricane in the summer. It, well, it in hurricane rains, season. No, it rains well. every day in the summer at three o'clock. Thunderstorms, but it only lasts an hour. But yeah, the, <laughs> it happens every time, dude. You can sit and watch that shit. But uh, yeah, it's like oh, it's raining a lot because it's May. It's so yeah. weird to me. So I might be going back to Florida next month. You guys coming or not? I was thinking about it. Let's go PSL. Uh, I just want to get some sunshine. I gotta go visit family. So can I visit too? Yeah, you can stay in my my crib. Okay, cool. We could uh, hit, hit all the strip clubs that you miss. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Cool. But uh yeah, that's it for me. Oh my god. Guys, uh check out we're gonna be reviewing solo Star Wars story. Yeah, make sure to follow us on uh I keep Instagram. getting thrown off. I'm like soon as I go, Oh yeah, that really is coming out. It's yeah. weird, this it's coming out so right like Infinity War, Deadpool, Solo. Yeah, they're like struggling. We can't be yeah. get, we can't be keeping gonna... giving Disney money. Yeah. We can't do this. But we are. Um yeah, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We got a website, do the right film, and if you like this episode leave us a review on itunes and let us know what you thought five stars five uh, stars shout out to james loon for making harvey watch a movie uh you know we if you recommend us stuff uh, there's four of us so there's a good chance that one, one of us, of us is gonna it. watch eventually it. eventually yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get around to it. we'll put them on the list send there. those emails but you gotta convince us don't just say hey check this movie out yeah i want to know why actually no there do that no 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 Definitely do it because I want to know if it's gonna like we're gonna watch it. It's like, well, this is a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah, stop listening to our podcast, uh, <laughs> you fucking you Neanderthal. But I, I did, big shout out to James Lewin. I'm also forever grateful to him because he did take the podcast advice or my advice and watch American Honey, and he enjoyed it quite a bit. Nice. <laughs> you can you just you always have to bring it up once, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, James, for letting me bring that up one more time. Yeah, you're done for the rest of the year. Other than that, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get out of here. It's getting dark. Yeah, it is. I want to go drinking. I don't All know right. About that. Toodaloo, guys. All right, we need to catch rays.